everybody to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast show with myself, Aaron, and Tom. And tonight, listen, we had tons of people always asking us, when is he coming back? When is he coming back? And guess what? Tonight, he's back. He's the Frank Sinatra of the Spanish Mafia. He's the Puerto Rican Pitbull. It's Gino Rivera. How's it going, sir? Hey, guys. How are you? Remember, and you can't forget this one. This is one of my favorites. The Latino Al Pacino, Gino Rivera. I love that one. I feel like every time I'm on social media, a new nickname for you comes up. So I can't keep track of all this stuff. <laughs> yes, I just got uh, the, the, I think it was like the Colorado something and then the Texas, tor- not tornado, but it was like Texas terror. And then the Brooklyn bad boy, that's all been like in a span of like a year that people are just labeling and throwing at me. And I'm like, I'll take it. I'll catch it. I'll keep yeah, that one. Fun. I'll turn it into a shirt. <laughs> now, the last time we talked to you, the pandemic was still kind of going and everything yeah. had kind of hit pause in your life. But since then, everything's starting to open back up. So talk to us a little bit about the last year of your life and how everything has kind of progressed. Well, I mean, since the pandemic, that was a wild ride for everyone, including independent workers like myself. And I definitely felt the effect of the pandemic and just like wrestling shows coming to a stop and even some wrestling shows that were work, you know, um, up and running. I just remember seeing no one there and it was just weird. It was different, you know, and then now it's like with slowly, uh, you know, progression, like we have, we have some fans coming in and um, you know, the whole mass mandate and all that. It's, it's definitely a, a different time, a different vibe something that we're going to like talk about in like 10 to 20 years and be like, remember that wild, crazy time. So for me, the pandemic, um, things are picking up and I can literally open this book and literally tell you that I am booked. I am booked wrestling wise through, oh my gosh, May of 2022, where I am going to be somewhere already. So I went from one or two bookings, you know, uh, during the pandemic to, like a whole month of not wrestling and then a whole three, four, five months of not wrestling. And then now it's, like I said, I'm booked every week and consistently till May of 2022 with the last city being Colorado. So it's, it's been a wild ride for, uh, for me and I'm pretty sure everybody else. Now, also last time we spoke to you, you were about to build a new house and you've actually, I've seen the pictures of this thing. I'm telling you, man, it is absolutely gorgeous. Congratulations. But I don't see the man cave this time. Well, it is still in progress. Um, You know, um, lots of things are still in bins. And, um, you know, I've got my TV going. I've got my little center going. Um, That's so sweet. You know what I mean? I I really haven't put anything up, but I still got my lovely... uh, collection still going so and a lot of things are in bins you know but I tell you what um when this thing is up and running you guys will definitely see some fun stuff uh I've been going crazy and spending a lot of money on eBay and buying back my childhood which no one really understands but uh to me I I am collecting everything that I didn't you know I couldn't have as a kid I 100% understand and I like every one of those posts I see because I've been (laughs) I recently I bought that. Oh, that is sweet. <laughs> yeah, I got it for a really, really good deal. So I haven't opened it yet, but 
like I said, yeah, with your memorabilia behind you, it's so awesome. But I have some really cool stuff from the 90s and the 80s that I was like, either I lost, I got, you know, I got them stolen or I broke them or my dog chewed them up. Now as an adult, I can actually let it sit in my office and not actually touch it. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fun, fun thing for me. I love eBay. So is there some grail pieces that you're uh, got your eyes on that you're just really hoping pop up? <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm a, I'm an action figure collector. So I look for uh, literally anything, you know what I mean? From, you know, things like this, like a sunny, like I spent a couple bucks on this, but um, I'm going to actually start getting into collecting things that I don't collect. Like, you know, like, um, one thing I really want is like the Undertaker gloves, the purple gloves. And that I saw online and it was really expensive. And I'm like, oh, do I need that? Do I want it? I want it, but do I need it? But do I have the money? Sure. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend that much on purple gloves. I don't know. But I really want that. That's something I'm really kind of back and forth with. No one's bidding on it because it's so much. It's almost like $5,000. But I think... Uh, I'm keeping my eye on it. Yeah. Maybe the Undertaker is the one who's listed it on eBay. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but I don't want to be one of those guys that, you know, spend all this money on eBay and all of a sudden get like, you know, the, the dollar store purple gloves and you're like, what the heck are they? You know, so I'm a little, I'm a little weary and I, I, I'm careful. Yeah, I think some of those, those uh, big items are out of my reach, but I like to look at the, the things that are maybe coming out now that I know will be super rare or it'll be something that people will want later on. And I absolutely yeah. love the thrill of that hunt. Um, just like oh, the yeah. pictures. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big AEW fan and I, I collect those. And I just recently went to Target for some stuff for my daughter and I ran into this. So I was like, hey, you know, I spend too much money on figures, guys. I got to get a new hobby. Maybe wrestling, I don't know. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about your actual wrestling career because let I'm going to be honest. I don't think it, I know anyone who self-promotes himself more than what you do. And yeah. from your promo work and your videos that you post out there, you could be wrestling a no-name Jack from West Texas, and mm -hmm. you're out there shooting videos, promoting those matchups, probably better than anyone that's on my television on a Monday or Tuesday night. <laughs> so tell yeah. us a little bit about your process and – how how you get involved as far as promoting yourself? Look, guys, I come from uh, Santino Bros Wrestling Academy, and I was trained by a guy named Joey Chaos from XPW. A lot of people know that. Some some may know that. Some may not. But the fact is, he would always say, you know, push, promote, and um, basically, you know, promote yourself because no one's going to promote yourself better than you can. No one knows your character better than you. And no one wants to see you succeed more than you. And I lived, I, I live and die on that. You know what I mean? Um, as you say, you know, like I wrestle guys that no one's ever even heard of. But if I could turn that match by building something with, with my promos, with just nonstop, um, I don't, I don't want to say it's uh, ads, but it's more like, hey, you know, this, here's a new promo. Hey, this is what this guy said about me. Like, I don't only promote myself. I take whatever that guy is saying about me and I promote it on my page. And, you know, if it happens to be like, Hey, who's that guy? And he does something cool or he has a cool promo. 
Well, my, my audience will go to him and we've, we've built each other, you know what I mean? And that's the goal for me is like, I just want to push, promote and excel in, in the worst way because I can't rely on promoters. Promoters will post something one time and that's it. You know, that's it for the month. I, I promoted the show and then they complain, why do I only have five people here? Well, because you promoted on November 1st and it's November 15th and now people forgot. Every single week that I wrestle, I'm in a different state. And for that week, I'm going to promote that show. I mean, even way before that, maybe like a month or two, whatever. But during that week of the show, I'm pushing and crunching and I'm just letting everybody, the world know, hey, I'm wrestling in West Texas against this guy. And this is why this is important because this guy might hurt me or I might hurt this guy and take his belt or whatever it is. So I'm really big with promoting. And if you don't do it, people forget about you. I know, I know I have 5,000 friends on Facebook and I can tell you something. I, I see maybe two or three people promoting just like me and working as hard. And then I know guys that are still going and they're like, why can't I get booked? Well, nobody knows you're a wrestler. What do you mean? Well, you don't promote yourself. Well, I'm on the flyer. Well, you don't share it. Well, uh, you know, I get people to go. Well, your family doesn't count. What about people that actually want to pay to see you? You know what I mean? Like I can invite my mom and dad, but if I can have somebody invest in me and go, I want to see Gino Rivera get his butt kicked or I want to see Gino Rivera kick his butt. I, I brought them to the show. And um, like I said, promoting is part of the job. It doesn't stop when you put on your boots and tights and you win a match or you lose a match. It doesn't stop. You need to push, promote, and just keep going. Guys, I'm going to be in like four or five different cities in the next three or four weeks. And I'm here. I'm just in your face. You need to know this because I need you guys to pay attention to what I'm doing. Well, I love attention. You know, well, you know, I think that makes perfect sense. And it helps for me. It helps me care about the story and want to see what's going to happen. And so yeah. often you get these these local shows and things that they post a flyer and expect you to just show up, you yeah. know, but you know, everybody's got these busy lives going on and what brings people to these shows is just what you're talking about. And you are doing a fantastic job at it. I really appreciate it guys. I always said, you know what? Um, a lot of people are afraid to do promos. They're afraid of to make an, uh, an ass out of themselves. They're afraid to speak up and sound stupid or, they're afraid to make mistakes. And for me, I've made a ton of mistakes. I've, I've looked like an idiot tons of times and it doesn't faze me. Um, I've learned, I've said the wrong things. I've said the right things. I've said too much. I've said too little. Um, each time I do a promo, it, it, it's, it's to me, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm learning on, on the job. You know, I'm, tr I'm self training myself and I don't know, like I, I, I feel like if I do not promote the show, promote the match, promote, you know, through promos or whatever it is and do interviews and all that, then I failed. I failed a company. I failed myself. I failed the, the person that I'm working with because, you know, like I didn't do anything to, to, to make someone invest. And that's what we all, we all care about. Look, Undertaker made me invest in him by, he was scary. He had some cool entrances. He had a cool manager. He had an urn. And I, 30 years now, I've been invested in The Undertaker. I will follow him from here to China because I have invested in him. And when I met him, he was everything I wanted him to be. I mean, that's the same thing I got to do, right? I got to entertain the people, 
bring them to the show. And when they meet me and when they buy my merchandise, I've got to be that person that they see on screen and then go, you know what? I love to hate that guy or I love to share that guy. He's awesome. I'm investing in him. So when I do my next promo, my next match, my next whatever, I have people that will literally drive six hours to come see me wrestle for 10 minutes. If that's not investing in me, I don't know what else is. And I believe every wrestler should do that and not rely on a flyer or a promoter or a booker to just here, uh, here's a picture, you know, do whatever you guys want with it, whatever. No, that's, that's not the way I was brought up. And like I said, I've got four or five months of promoting that I'm going to be doing for the next, oh my gosh, May till, till May, 2020, I've got so much promoting to do and I love it. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. I wake up every day at three to 4 a.m. And I promote all day, every day. Sometimes you do such a great job with your promo work. You got people waiting outside of the show uh, to fight you. And then you've got kids spitting in your face. I mean, yes. it's been a rough year for you. Hey, you know, it's part of the job, man. I, I like to compare myself. Um, I mean, I don't know if I can do this, but uh, whenever I cut promos, whenever I'm in character, as Gina Rivera, I want to be the next Shane Douglas. I want to be the next Loose Cannon Brian Pillman. I want to be the next Roddy Piper. And I want to be the next Macho Man Randy Savage. If I could roll them up into a little Play-Doh ball and then, you know, create that person, I would create Gina Rivera. And if they happen to throw beer cans and bottles and spit at me and wait for me in the parking lot, um, so be it. I've done my job. That means they've invested so much into my character. They want to kick my butt. And I love that. There's a lot of evidence of that on YouTube. Um, you can definitely type in uh, fan attacks Gina Rivera. Um, we just saw Seth Rollins get attacked, which is, you know, something else. That, that was awesome, but also stupid in a certain way. For me, I welcome it, but I do have people go, hey, you knucklehead. Like, that was a, that was a dumb move, you know, challenging that, challenging that guy to fight in a parking lot. Now he's waiting. And then I've had a guy in San Diego have a screwdriver and literally try to stab me in my gut. Um, I've had a girl throw a bottle at me and my, my three-month-old daughter. You know what I mean? Like, these are things that come with the character Gina Rivera. And if you can't, you know, stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. I can stand the heat. So I love it. Now, you also had a tremendous bright spot here recently because the last time we had you on, you know, you mentioned the WWE and you were involved in the tag team match, and you said, you know, if that was it for me, I made it, you know, yeah. and you were happy <laughs> with that. But recently, yeah. once again, they came knocking, and you had yourself a match with Keith Lee. Tell us about how that yeah. kind of transpired. Man, um, I was asked to be in, I think, Phoenix, Arizona. I can't, I, I don't even remember because all the traveling I do. I was asked to be in Arizona. I showed up. Uh, we, we did the whole COVID-19 test and, and did everything. You know what I mean? Sat in, a, sat in a hot sun. By the time I got in, um, there's protocol. You know what I mean? There, you don't just walk in and go, okay, who am I wrestling? Like, it's WWE. This is the biggest company in the world wrestling-wise, entertainment-wise. And um, I did protocol. I got my suit on. I, I shook hands, got with whoever I needed to get with changed clothes and I was ready to do the tryout because they usually have tryouts before the show and to see what you can do in there. Right. Um, and they didn't have any, 
And I was kind of bummed out. I look at the Titan Tron and there's like a countdown of, Hey, there's only 30 minutes. The doors open. I'm like, we're not going to, we're not going to do anything today. Eh, all right. And that's the thing is with WWE, you can never expect anything. Do not go there expecting to wrestle a match, to, to, to do anything. I've flown to Las Vegas when they asked me, Hey, can you be there kid? We need you tomorrow. Can you be there? Yes, I'll be there. Boom. I'm there. And all of a sudden they're like, Hey, we got nothing for you. Uh, enjoy catering. Hmm. Darn. Right. So that that's happened to me uh, quite a few times with WWE. And then there's sometimes that, Hey, we got something for you. Get your gear on. Uh, let me see what you can do. So, yeah. So basically um, I didn't think anything was going to happen. And then uh, a wonderful person uh, with a slogan says, stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. He looked at me and he pointed at me and he's like, you, everybody gets up. That's, you know, uh, you know, extra talent is what they call it. Enhancement talent, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, he looked, he turned around, he's standing with Keith Lee and all of a sudden he points. And I, I knew he was pointing at me, but everybody else thought, Oh, it's us. Uh, whatever. And he goes, no, you with the purple tie. That's a nod to the undertaker. Um, you know, you with the purple tie, come here. And I'm like, here we go. And I wasn't, this is in Los Angeles, I believe. I'm sorry, not Arizona, but I wasn't a local guy there. So of course, all those local guys were pissed and they were like, he's not even from here. What, what, are, what are they going to do with him? Sure enough, um, uh, Hurricane asked me, he said, hey, kid, uh, you're going to be working with this guy right here. Uh, what can you do? And I was like, anything and everything but I can make him look really good and strong. And he's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, go get your gear. See what, you know, see what we can figure out together and don't be too flashy, but come on back. And I put on my gear. I came back. He's like, all right, that's what you're going to wear. That's it. Let's do it. You guys got two, two minutes, two to three minutes. And, you know, and Keith Lee was just basically like, all right, here's what we're going to do. And we're going to have fun. Don't worry. And he literally went over some stuff and we discussed some things. And all of a sudden I could hear the crowd coming in because it gets quiet in there. And all of a sudden it, you feel the energy of everybody's excitement. You know what I mean? And we were up, I think first or second, and you could definitely, now the nerves are kicking in, right? You know, it's, this is not some indie show. This is the WWE. I've got a job to do. I need to make this man look like a monster more of a monster than he already is and i've got to make sure i don't fall on my face and never be you know on that list of hey he's not welcome back so i went out there and uh got a few cheers got a few you know hey gino you know there's people that know me in la and you know um it was that that's always awesome uh, they don't give me an entrance they just walk me to the ring and i stand in the dark all, all of a sudden bearcat pops on the titan tron and my nerves just go <laughs> right to my back. I'm like, Ugh. and he steps in the ring and he's bigger than he looks on TV in person. He's huge. And, um, we went to, well, I didn't, I wouldn't want to say we went to war, but he destroyed me like he should have. And it was one of the greatest two, three minutes of my life. And, um, I laid there and they rolled me out, I walked to the back and everybody gave me the thumbs up, you know what I mean? From, um, Bruce Pritchard to Shane Helms, you know what I mean, to um, uh, a few other guys. I, I can't really remember, but a few wrestlers walked by. It's like, good job, kid. Good job, kid. I think Dolph Ziggler walked by me in the hallways. It was like, he gave me a good job, kid. And I'm like, hey, 
that's all I need, man, is just for people to know that I can go in there and I can sell big and make these guys look like the stars that they really are. That's my job. So That's fantastic. Like, you know, just, just being able to uh, give someone that shine to be able to, uh, cause that's what, that's what wrestling's all about when we get down to it, isn't it? It's just, yeah. It's it's helping create these stars to to what to sell tickets to get people invested, and I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I bet you I watched your clips over and over and over, and it's just it's it's a it's a sight to see, and you know, hopefully, you know, we'll see a whole lot more of you going forward. Um, it'd be it would be great if they could pick you up for for that kind of stuff. Cause I'm telling you, you, you did, you did exactly what you said you were going to do. You made him look like an absolute monster. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was awesome, man. I, I went in there and Keith Lee is such a professional. And this is three weeks away from him being released. And he's had a, he had the biggest smile on his face. He was so happy. And he was just like, man, this is going to be fun. Don't worry about it. Are you nervous? And I'm like, nah, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, uh, he, he, he took care of me and I literally walked out of there like I, I wasn't in a car crash when it looked like I was in a car crash. So I'm sure I'll be back there. Um, I'm actually going to be um, with WWE on December 3rd in San Antonio, Texas coming up. So we'll see what they have for me there. I could be eating catering or I could be putting over a guy like uh, Veer you know, the, uh, uh, the Arabic guy, you know, which who's awesome. He's a great talent, but that's, that's one of my jobs. You know, it's like, I scope these people out. I always look at who is WWE building right now? You know, who, what monster are they trying to get over? And I go and watch all of their stuff. I watch what move they do week to week to week. That way, when I am hired to do something with that person, and they come up to me and I can go, hey, I know everything you do. You don't have to tell me anything. I will see you out there and I'm going to do what, what, I'm, what I'm here for. You know what I mean? Like that is, that is awesome. I like wrestling matches where guys even study me and they go, hey, man, Gino, I watched tons of matches about you and I know what you do. You know, I look forward to taking that move or I look forward to working with you. That's like, that's just so awesome and very professional. So that's what I do. I scope out from NXT to SmackDown to Raw, who are they building? I'm going to watch them. And then when it's my turn to do whatever I've got to do, I already know how to take that move. I can do it safely. I can. I know what they like. I know what they want to do. I was prepared to work with uh, Luke Harper and, and, and uh, Eric Rowan one time. And I watched them and I thought I was going to job to them at SmackDown and it uh, ended up being my 205 Live match. They're like, no, you're going to be here and these guys are going to get their butt whipped. But I was prepared to take that clothesline from Luke Harper. I was like, I'm going to freaking flip inside out for that guy and, and make sure that he knows, man, that kid's awesome. So, I mean, every time I work for the WWE, I always get the pat on the back. I always get the thumbs up. I always get welcome back. And for me, it's not seeing my favorite superstars. For me, it's not going back to, uh, to wrestle a dark match or to get jobbed out. Now I've got to find a way to secure a contract somehow, some way. And if I can do that by selling my butt off, I'll do that every time. You know what I mean? I, 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 the stars in my eyes are gone now. You know what I mean? I've been there 
every single year since 2014, I've got to secure a contract now. Yeah, I'm telling you, the whole landscape of pro wrestling, like you know, has totally changed in the last six months. You know, there's, you know, I hate to say it, WWE is releasing a lot of talent, but 2.0 NXT right now is also developing a lot of new talent. Um, And then, of course, the emergence of AEW. So the possibilities are limitless, you know, for professional wrestling right now. I think even Impact's kind of stepping up their game a little bit. MLW stepping up their game. Ring of Honor is going to rebrand, supposedly, everything about them. So hopefully, like you're saying, you'll get a guaranteed contract somewhere where you can continuously work with some great talent and people who maybe not have seen you yet will be able to take notice of you very soon. Yeah, and that's one thing that I struggle with today. As much as I promote, you'd think somebody would go, hey, this kid's always, let's give him a chance. Right now, I can't seem to catch a, a, a really good break. I can do these, these WWE stints and all that, but I can't catch a, I, can, I don't feel like I'm on anybody's radar, and I've been told differently, but based upon what I, what I know, uh, I don't feel like I, I've had that PWG break or that impact break. Uh, I've worked for the AEW, but you know, it wasn't my time to have a match at that time. So, you know, um, if I could get on national TV and get that big break, I think that would help me out even more, you know, but um, I'm very hopeful. I'm very, you know, patient. That's one thing you got to be. I've been patient for 13 years wrestling consistently every week in wrestling. So it's, I can wait another 13 years, you know what I mean? But um, apparently you know, people are getting released and that's really sad. And it's, it's so hurtful to see some people, some people lose their jobs. It's terrible. Um, but as you know, like it's a system, right? Like, you know, people, you know, Undertaker left. So he left that spot open. So somebody else can go and get that spot. And soon Roman Reigns will leave and, and leave that spot open. It's just like a cycle, you know, Macho Man left and Hogan left and, Piper and all these other superstars, Brett left, Sean left, Triple H, like it just, it does this. And yeah, you could say, you know, they didn't get released, but they moved on to bigger and better things. And I believe that those that got released will move on to bigger and better things because, you know, WWE is not the be all and end all. There's so many other places to work and so many other places to make money, not great money, but at least something where you can always have food on your table. And I pray that they all find jobs. You know what I mean? So does that, with with the, when you talk about people being released and things like that, does that make you less uh, eager to be with WWE and maybe hope that another place would sign you over them, or is it still kind of the dream to, you know, WWE is like you said the be all end all. How, how is your take on that? So, and I've explained this to a, a lot of people, um, and I can definitely say this um look i'm 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 33 years old okay and uh just recently i was told that i'm too old to to work for the wwe as a wrestler i can do these little extra stints that's fine but i to get a contract there as long as a certain someone's there 33 i'm too old Uh, i look like i'm 12 (laughs) but um on paper i'm 33 and i'm too old i was also told that i'm too old to be a referee um my uh, 33 is too old to be a referee and then I'm also auditioning for something that I can't really speak about right now but um I'm not too old for that but we'll see how that goes it might take me off the market but it might not be in a wrestling capacity so um 
as far as WWE, look, I've, I grew up watching the WWF. Um, and I know I said that WWE is not the be, a, be all and end all for, for people. But for me, it's the only place I want to be. Um, sure, I'd love to be in New Japan. Sure, I'd love to be in AEW. But my heart is with the WWE. And it doesn't scare me that they're releasing people. Um, that's why you've got to have a plan B. I was always told to save your money to, uh, to go, go to college, get a degree. That way these things, you know, you have something to fall back on and you don't, we don't have to see you working at Target. You know, not that anything's wrong with that, but, you know, you, you don't want to go from being a superstar on TV to, you know, hey man, here's, here's 20, pump my gas and, you know, whatever, you know, I don't know if they pump gas anymore around here, but, but, you know, it's, it, it saddens me that people get released from the WWE and they have the same as the same dream that I do. It's like, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to be here and to lose my job. What do I do now? I think I think I kind of feel like that, but um, yes, WWE is all is the only place I want to be at. And it doesn't scare me. Um, I'm not afraid to fail. I live really well. I'm well off. Um, and this is without a music contract. This is without a WWF contract, WWE contract. I live really well. I'm not, I'm not afraid to start over and, and fall on my face if it never works out. So, but yes, I'd like to be in the WWE without a doubt. That's number one. Now, before we end up letting you go tonight, I wouldn't be the person I am if I didn't allow you to self-promote yourself right here, right <laughs> now to anyone yes. out there, uh, it's your chance. Plug the merchandise. Plug some shows that you're going to be at. Here you go. Absolutely. Guys, my name is Gino Rivera, a.k.a. Gino Told You So. And you can find me on all social media apps, all social media platforms at Gino Told You So. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Yes, I said TikTok. I do all the funny little stuff on there. Um, I'm also coming to, in the next, I'm just going to just sound off a few dates that I'm going to be at. Um, on the 27th of November, I'm going to Amarillo, Texas. Um, December 3rd, I will be in San Antonio, Texas for WWE. Who knows what will happen? Watch SmackDown. Keep your eyes peeled. And for uh, December 4th, I'll be in Kansas. December 11th, I'll be in Colorado. December 17th, I'll be in Arizona. December 18th, I'm wrestling in uh, New Mexico. And... I'm going to stop there and you can also pick up my merchandise through me. You can DM me. I make all of my own merchandise. Um, I stopped working with pro wrestling tees when they started taking half of my money. So I uh, basically got a screen printer. I've done my own hats, my shirts. Everything is exclusively made by these hands and you can pick everything up. Your merchandise, your cards, hats, shirts, masks, uh, sanitizers, you name it. I've got it. So um, check me out on, on all social media platforms where you can find my matches. Check me out on YouTube. I upload everything. Um, I just recently uploaded three or four matches. So I, every day I upload everything. So check me out there. And also, don't forget to pick up my book by uh, yours truly right here, right? I'm going to plug it <laughs> at the end. Don't, don't, they, know, right. they know it gets plugged right. at the end. Hey, and I'm going to tell right. everyone, Gino has some of the best merchandise out there. I, you know, it, you. me and Tom are always seeing it. We're always, Gino done, yeah. release something else. Gosh, darn it. You know, I try to get one at least once a month, a new design. You know what I mean? Um, even with gear, I try to have new gear at least once every three months or two months. You've got to keep fresh. You've got to look fresh. You know what I mean? And 
if I can do that with gear and shirts and, you know, every, every other company does that, you know, they don't really keep real stay with the, uh, Oh, the, the 1997 logo, they keep going, they keep going. And I do that. So I've got over 40 different logos. So. Gino, you, you know, I think it's the world of you. And for anyone who still hasn't had a chance to pick up a copy of my book, Independent Road to Wrestler's Journey at Barnes and Nobles, uh, Gino's chapter was probably my favorite to write. Um, absolutely love this guy. I'm so glad we were able to get him back tonight. We're going to do it again. So yes. I'm telling everyone, Gino will be back as much as Gino wants to come back because we love having Anytime. Gino. Anytime. So. Anytime. I've got a little, little five, little uh, second story. This past weekend, I wrestled in Scottsdale, Arizona, and someone had that book, and I signed it. And it's awesome. on my YouTube channel. Uh, he's It's uh, basically uh, Gina Rivera fans or something like that. And it's, 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 it's a recent post, so you'll see him. But he had the book, and he had me sign it. So I'm like, dude, that, that is awesome. Like, someone read my story. Yeah, one of these days, you and I are going to meet face-to-face, and you're going to sign my copy. Because that's my goal is yes. to get everyone to sign <laughs> my copy of the book Uh, but but for everyone out there make sure you are staying safe and doing everything you need to do so you can go watch Gino wrestle Uh, so whatever restrictions they've got going on for those shows make sure you're doing just that we need professional wrestling to keep rolling again don't forget pick up a copy of my book independent road to wrestlers journey or my new children's novel loving Casey Nelson we're number 67 right now on the top 100 uh, bestsellers list Barnes and Nobles for loving Casey Nelson. I uh, appreciate all the support as always. Uh, for myself and Tom, everyone have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll see y'all later in the week.